Hey, security peeps, we're live with another edition of Breaking Into Cybersecurity. It is the first month of the new year, and we are hacking resumes live. I am Renee Small, cybersecurity super recruiter, helping awesome leaders hire great talent. I have an all-star team around me today. Lizzie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me. We are excited. I have a recruiter buddy on the call today. So super excited that Naomi invited you on. <laughs> so next, Liz, you want to introduce yourself quickly? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a recruiter as well, and I'm based in Houston, Texas. Um, as you can probably tell, I'm not uh, a native Texan. I moved here seven years ago from the UK. And um, I've been involved in cybersecurity recruiting for the last three years, I would say. Prior to that, it was more kind of general IT. Um, and I chose cyber because, well, it's just the most interesting part for me. So, um, so yeah, great to be here. Great to get to meet you all. Thank you. Great having you. Dr. Dan. Um, hi, Renee. Thanks again for inviting me. Uh, Dan Schaefer, Peak Performance Strategies. Uh, a business and sports psychologist. I help people get a competitive edge very, very quickly uh, and separate themselves in their competition with the same speed. So uh, it's all unique strategies to bring things together. And thanks for being here. Thank you, Dr. Dan, for being with us all week. Dr. Dan is usually here only on Mondays with Dr. Dan, but he's here all week helping with resumes this week. Naomi, the mastermind behind all of this. Yes. Hi, Renee. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. Uh, the goal is to get 10 people jobs in January for cybersecurity. So let's do it. Let's go. Excelente. My brother from another mother and co-host, Chris Folan. Everyone, just so happy to be here. Let's get these folks hired. Let's get people hired. And our special guest for this morning, morning. T. So T, please introduce yourself. I'm going to put you on the big screen so you can introduce yourself and then we will tap into your resume. Alrighty. Hi, my name is Tavadri Reynolds. Um, I served in the Navy for five years. Um, I'm currently in the Navy Reserves now. Uh, recently just graduated um, in December with my bachelor's in cybersecurity uh, from the University of Maryland. Um, currently right now, I uh, just joined the program uh, in, in, here in Texas uh, called LeaderQuest so that I can work on my certifications. Don't really have any um, too much experience. Um, recently, I just started a new position in the Navy where I can start utilizing IT. And that's where I'm at right now. Excellent. So we are going to bring your resume up. And jump in and get started. Who wants to take it away first? I vote for Lizzie. I like her Lizzie. accent. Oh, thanks. So um, one thing I just wanted to, to say, and I was quite amazed by this actually, was I was pretty impressed with all of these resumes that I've been looking at this morning. Um, I mean, as Renee will know, we, we see a lot of resumes and um, there's some pretty shocking ones out there. And I, I think that um, these are all pretty good. So um, I've just made some notes. So in terms of um, tea, um, I really 
I like the format and, and the length of your resume. Um, I particularly like that you've um, talked about, you've got a section around activities, honours, accomplishments, and I think that your summary is very strong. So um, good, work, good work there. Um, and of course, your education, fantastic. Um, in terms of um, sort of making any improvements, any suggestions from my side, I would probably say um, in the experience section, uh, because, you know, most of your experience has been, you know, not necessarily in the cyber field. Um, just to perhaps talk a bit about, you know, what's just so people are clear, if, if, if this was a hiring manager or a recruiter, what you've been doing since March um, 2019. Um, I mean, you just talked about that a little bit there, but perhaps to add, um, you know, a little section so future employers are aware of um, what you've been working on and, you know, and any kind of networking or studies or training and development that you've done during that time. I would also add, like mm -hmm. Renee always mentions, um, like self-guided projects. So anything, any type of cyber-related research that you've been doing, you can list that down there. Um, with regards to the experience, if anything security-related, physical security, um, operational security that you've done in your former roles, stick that in there because there's a lot of transferable skills from physical and operational security that relate to cybersecurity and having that mindset um, does make a big difference for someone looking um, for someone with those transferable skills. I would add the, um, I would take those self-directed projects and put them right up top um, where your experience is. Um, just like yesterday, uh, if you were able to watch yesterday where I shared with someone that um, the, the, you know, you want it to grab the person in front of you. And although you don't have any, I actually, I saw a little bit of experience down in um, the Army, no, the Navy, I'm sorry, with their uh, down a little bit more, Naomi. Uh, access control specialist conducted security assessments for the area department like that I would highlight in the summary and then I would also call attention to that like you want to bold out the areas of security where you actually have the experience so all of these bullets right here are fantastic but if I have to scroll if you know you want to think about capturing the person's attention very very quickly and putting related security experience at the top. Um, so if I have to kind of scroll down, um, you know, multiple pages and get to page two and a half to see something like this, then, you know, I, you may already have lost me. So when we think in terms of hiring managers and leaders, they it's like, what is grabbing them as soon as they see your first page? All the most relevant information has to be on the first page. So I would actually bump your degree information. I think it's on the right-hand side. So that's there on the first page, which is great. Um, I, I probably would revert, I would put the education and train that kind of like right-hand side bullet. I would put that above at the top where skills is and I would move skills down. And then the secret clearance part, I would call high attention to that. I would bold it and I would have that 
kind of like at the top of your summary or maybe right after your name, like right below your name. Another thing, um, T, is that, and I, I, I make a joke about this to people a lot, because they have their names and it's huge and we love you and we love your name, but you want <laughs> you want to make sure that you use your resume to, you want to make sure you use the space in your resume wisely. So you might want to minimize that, um, the name part so that you have more room on that first page. The first page is key when it comes to resumes, the very first page. Um, but otherwise, I mean, excellent experience. I would not say, so okay. another thing when it comes to military folks, veterans, I know when in government contracting that a, a resume can be three pages and it's not a big deal. In the corporate world, and I don't know if Lizzie sees this too, typically if it's, if it's over two, I like to kind of tighten it and keep it at two. Um, in your case, I think because of the military background, you're good. But I would I would pull out all of those highlights that you have that you worked in the in the military that's buried down two pages down. In the summary, you know, cybersecurity graduate with military experience in and all you know, highlight and underline that stuff. Military experience as an access control specialist. Boom, 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 like right at the top. So as soon as I, it captures my attention immediately, that's what I would do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't want your recruiters and hiring managers to get lost in the sauce, but like bad sauce. You want them to showcase and highlight all the things and they want, you want them to see, uh, you know, catch their eye on the important things about you and why you want to get into cybersecurity. And that's where I get a little lost here. It's not really telling me a story about who you are because you're leading with the social media analysts experience and not any of the cybersecurity experience that you do have. And it's okay to rearrange your resume. It doesn't have to be a standard, like this is the last job you had and the one before that. Like you can highlight certain things, absolutely to Renee's point, use bold, use underline, use different colors, like just to draw the eye. So if you have background in like social media, you know how to like draw attention. You want the attention of this person looking at your resume. You're in the business right now of getting person's attention for you. Dan? T T this is uh, how are we? Um, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking that. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I would consider this, and I would agree with everybody. This is like a business card. Somebody's got to read the business card and say, "Who is this guy?" And the whole focus is how do you get shelf space in the mind of the people who are uh, who are looking at this. So it's it's having that thought process, but taking all of this together and, uh, you know, looking at some of the experience you had in the military that may have touched on cybersecurity or security in general that you just took for granted. You didn't even see, you didn't even realize you were doing it, but you were doing it. There's a lot of people that I work with who uh, are working with unconscious competence. They do stuff really well, but they, they're not really sure what they do. They don't, not even aware they're doing it. So I, I agree with everybody here to focus on this. Okay, awesome. Okay. T, any questions? Um, I, I I did a lot of projects, I guess, in my bachelor's degree. So, how to highlight those? How to kind of um, allow the recruiter to kind of see that, but not take too much of the resume, being that that's where most of my experience and uh, this came from. 
talk right. about results. Talk about results. Like what what did your project do? What did it achieve? What did you learn from it? Specifically aligned to the type of role that you want to get. So if you're if you're if you feel like you want to be a SOC analyst or you want to be a pen tester, like highlight those types of projects if you already know what you want to be. Um, to kind of get those keywords in there and have that attention from the recruiter. In addition, um, T, take take the information and put it again. The first half of your resume is the absolute most important part. So from T all the way down to like the U.S. Postal U, uh, UPS, that section. That should be a small summary and then um, all about like, A, your secret clearance. I would even put your put like I said, put the secret clearance under your name. And then I would take the education top two to three that you're interested, you know, like you list all your coursework, which is great, but flesh it out to, 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 to Chris's point. What did you do? What tools did you use? Why is it exciting? Align it to, you know, take the favorite classes. Like I always say when people are like, oh, I don't know which ones, like which ones did you like the most? Which ones did you have the most fun? That's probably the job that you will like the most and the job that you'll like the most, you know, have the most fun in. So take, if it was ethical hacking, if it was cloud technologies, if it was network security, you know, two lines that says, you know, two sentences in one bullet that tell a story of what the project was, what you did, what you worked on and what the result was, as um, Chris pointed out. Um, okay, cool. Okay. Any other and questions? When you speak of results, even if it was like, uh, um, when you say like results or uh, projects, so even if it was just like a paper that we may have written, like, are you saying like what results would you? Could you? Oh, so, uh, if, if if you had to do a project that developed um, a security plan for a company. Um, that mm -hmm. that's a result that you can use in the real world. Oh, okay. um, created a project to create a security plan because you have to go through all the steps to develop that out or created a, a brand new cloud infrastructure from scratch or whatever whatever that is, we want to know what the end result is because I want to see how I could possibly use that um, in my role, use your experience that you gained there. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, T. Great resume. So I am going to uh, pull you off. All. all right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for your service, T. Thank you for your service. Next up, thank you. we're going to bring up actually Mark next. Mark, so Mark was from here yesterday. yesterday. Yep. Yesterday, okay. Hey, Mark. Hey. How are you? Great. How are you? Okay, I'm very excited about this. Um, uh, to have my resume get a good looking over. <laughs> Excellent. So we are going to give you the spotlight so you can tell us about yourself, and then we will jump into um, the the resume. Okay, um, I am a cybersecurity project manager related. Um, uh, analyst, and I've been in project management for over 15 years, and I found out uh, uh, that um, half the stuff I was doing was cybersecurity related, 
whether it was uh, identity and access management to join databases or uh, building websites that um, uh, that had JavaScript code behind it so that uh, hackers couldn't inject uh, SQL commands and um, and updating routers and firewalls and all that. And I thought, hey, I should uh, do this cybersecurity full time. It's very exciting. The dynamics of it uh, are just incredible. And um, I'm following all of the major hacks, including the one that's going on now in DC. And um, I'm gonna write a post soon on LinkedIn that just says, hey, you guys, you missed a whole lot of important stuff. Uh, I have very good analytical abilities. I have the ability to, uh, you know, to to uh, see which ports should be open or shouldn't be open, which priv privileges or need to know, things like that. And I've gotten a, uh, in the last year, uh, I got myself both an accelerated cybersecurity master's degree at Yeshiva University, and in between semesters, I passed the uh, CISSP uh, certification exam. So that's a lot for one year. I think it shows, uh, it shows a lot of ambition, and I want to be able to convey that ambition to potential hiring managers. Uh, the, barrier, uh, the barrier seems to be uh, that my work, had, while my work has included cybersecurity, uh, all kinds of cybersecurity tasks, and I'm knowledgeable on both project management and cybersecurity, which is a dynamite combination. Uh, people are still saying, well, you haven't worked uh, five years in a permanent cybersecurity position. So that's where, um, that's where I'm having problems. And this resume uh, I had professionally done. Uh, the design was their choice. And... Um, it has this paragraph up here, keywords underneath, and then, um, you know, and then my job history underneath. And I wanted to get your take on it. So uh, similar to what you mentioned, um, if you if your project management has a lot of cyber in it, um, maybe include that in your project management title. Um, and then, yeah, so, but for the role, right, for the specific role at the companies, um, talk about results that you achieved by you injecting your experience into those. Um, I see a lot of doing um, in your resume. I don't see a lot of how, how what that doing led to. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you want to stay in the in the technical project management role, which is where you you are right now, um, that would be the type of thing that I would look for for a technical project manager. If you want to shift more to the hands-on analyst role, I want to see how what you've learned from your TPM experience and how you're going to implement it in the future. So it depends uh, what track you want to stay in. And should I change? Should I just drop out project manager from my titles? Uh, is that is that a hindrance? Are you wanting to stay a project manager, or are you looking no. to go down the analyst route? No, my future is in cybersecurity uh, analysis and uh, team uh, team leadership, 
and uh, and uh, blue team uh, defense. So then I, I would take it out then. Uh, if you're looking to go down the analyst route, uh, take out the, the TPM aspect of it. Um, you can include that in your in your past experience. But um, what I would look for if you're looking to focus on that analyst route is how you could be an individual contributor versus um, being a TPM within mm -hmm. your resume. Mm -hmm. And um, if I want to uh, go higher up in the ranks, maybe not CISO, but uh, in some of the uh, you know thirty thousand foot uh, views and analyses and um, and uh, asset valuation and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, what would you recommend um, I steer towards? Well, at that point, you're looking at um, director level, so influence across the organization to deliver results, um, team management. Um, you want to focus on results at that level if you're mm -hmm. going above being an individual contributor slash analyst. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, what about the design of the resume itself? It looks real different from the others that we've been seeing. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering about your, uh, your opinion about the effectiveness of the arrangement of this one. Should I just go back to the old one or is this good in its own way? I like the format of the resume. Um, I agree with Chris because the resume has to focus on what you're, what you want to do, not what you have done. Um, mm -hmm. Got it. If I look at this resume, I'm immediately putting you into a project management bucket. Yeah. Um, and if you apply for an analyst role with this resume, I'm going to be confused and say, oh, what is this project manager doing looking at this analyst role and just mm -hmm. it'll just get kicked off to the side. So definitely, um, you know, highlight the highlight the, the components of the projects that you've done in, in school, um, you know, play up all of the, the, the coursework that you that you that you did. Um, the projects that align to the kind of ana analysis role that you want, mm -hmm. um, I would highlight that. I I, I want to. There's some excellent components to this resume that I want to highlight just for people who are looking. So Naomi, if you could scroll all the way down uh, and uh, up a little teeny bit, yeah. So early career. So um, when I tell people that you know three, four, five page resumes, it gets to become a book. This person that did this resume, they took Mark's background, his early career. So he was working at PwC. He had Siemens. He had all these other positions, and they kind of condensed them. So it shows that, yes, he has extensive experience, but they don't elaborate and make five and ten bullets about each one because it's probably irrelevant. But it shows the career history and the career pro progression. Um, so I just want people to take note of that. This is an excellent way to showcase, you know, oh, I have these other things, but condense it. So it's not, you know, it's not making your resume three, four pages long. Mm -hmm. Um, and then scroll back up again. Um, I would to, to, to Chris's point, I mean, Chris made all the points. So, you know, changing it so that you, so that it's relevant, highlighting your related coursework, um, mm -hmm. 
highlighting all your projects, like everything has to be related to the job that you want to get and not the job that you have today. And these projects that I did in school, uh, how, what's a way of, um, of uh, showing it in a couple of lines? I mean, I've worked with Wireshark. I've worked with... Similar, uh, yeah, sim similar to, I don't know if you, yeah, you were here yesterday. So there was, um, there was a young man yesterday. If you look at yesterday's video. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I he had, yeah, he had a whole section at the very top. I always tell people, call it related coursework, related cybersecurity projects, like just like how you have, scroll up again, Naomi, mm -hmm. just like how you have here, um, those little gray sections that kind of section off you know, it, it looks like in your resume that she has, or the person that did it, professional, okay, so right there where it says professional experience, you could put another section above it that says um, related coursework, cybersecurity uh, projects okay. and coursework. And then you, then you, you know, then you flesh out like each course, three, three courses is enough um, to kind of showcase, this is the work that I've been doing. So you'll probably minimize that project manager side that the, mm -hmm. The, I get the it. Part on top. Yeah. Uh, I have a question about uh, what I was doing uh, in school and what to highlight. For instance, one of my assignments was uh, set up a cybersecurity department where there wasn't any before and uh, how to go about that and to uh, uh, to staff it, to give people roles and also to come up with policies and procedures I ended up writing a 60-page document. I would highlight anything that leads to a desired outcome for the type of role that you want to work in. So mm -hmm. if the type of role you want to work in is setting up a, a, a program as a director, that's a, that's a perfect example of a project um, mm -hmm. to, to do. Okay. And uh, the other thing I really enjoyed was always... Um, uh, analyzing uh, famous uh, breaches and uh, and what uh, what went wrong, and uh, and putting it in recommendations. Uh, for instance, the target, and of course, you know the uh, the latest hack, where uh, where um, the Russians did stuff that they had done in Ukraine years ago, but no one paid attention to. You know, uh, I have this knowledge that I can. Yeah, uh, so Mark, I'll jump, I'll jump in here, Mark, for you. Um, your resume doesn't have to start or stop here. You can actually have an online presence where you're going to start blogging about this, creating mm -hmm. videos, content where you can share this information that you're passionate about. Uh -huh. Even that 60-page paper that you wrote, put that on your personal blog or your website or your GitHub and then link it here to on your resume so people will click on it and then see more about Mark. And then see how passionate you are about like doing all these great things and all your projects. And that just makes your resume three-dimensional and you're playing just three-dimensional chess at this point. And so you're not limiting yourself to these two pages. And uh, I'd love to, I'm unfamiliar with this kind of thing. Might we have a small uh, conversation offline about utilizing these things? For me? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. I I could. I don't know what I'm doing on LinkedIn, honestly. Like people seem to like my comments, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, your I, comments I, are, are awesome. Do, yeah. <laughs> no, you're great. I I love Thank what you, you write. Yeah, I have no idea what I write. They're just my fortune cookie hot takes. But yeah, it's not about me. Let's talk <laughs> about you. But yeah, let's talk offline. Be great.
Okay. Chris makes some also some comments. He said a personal website um, resume can expand the content. So some people have a, a, a website and it just says, you know, mark.com, for example, and it has your, you can put all the content that you're working on, all the different things that you've done. Uh, WordPress is great because it's a free hosting site. Those are some of the comments that Chris is saying. Mm-hmm. So um, Lizzie, any other comments, Dan, before we wrap? Um, I, there was just two things. I, I'd like to really support what Naomi was saying about, I mean, she, articulated better than I would but relating your experience and your resume to your online um, presence mm-hmm. I, I like Mark that you've got your LinkedIn at the top there I haven't looked at your LinkedIn profile but a recommendation for you and anybody would be to make sure that they both tell the same kind of story mm-hmm. um, just as a recruiter on occasions I've looked at a resume and then I've gone straight to LinkedIn to also look whether this person's got recommendations or any anything else to to kind of help sell them, mm-hmm. and and sometimes the LinkedIn profile looks very different, or it's you know it's not really in line with um, what everyone's saying. You know the type of role that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a recommendation from the head of the cybersecurity program in my uh, LinkedIn profile. Very positive. Okay, great. Um, uh- I would and then, put a title here then if it's if he has a title not just client. Yeah. Exactly. Julie, yeah, if that's his title, put C I S O or something. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the more recommendations the better. Um and then this is probably because I'm a recruiter that works in a certain sector because I work with the energy industry. Hmm. Um, but with your um, your IT project work, you know, you've talked about helping a range of different clients. But for example, if you were applying to a company in renewables or um, or financial services, just to make sure that that's highlighted so that they can see you've got industry experience as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last question has to do with uh, uh, with the fact that I'm not a thirty something. Um, does that uh, does that kind of uh, age thing? Uh, make a personal difference with you guys as far as who you select uh, for, uh, you know, does it make a difference in the industry or uh, will they just pick out good talent and uh, they they don't care if the person just graduated school two years ago? Highlight your passion. Highlight why you stand, why you're the one for the role, why they would choose you over someone young, i.e. your experience and the different transferable skills that you bring. Because Joe Schmo out of college, even if he did just receive a master's or she just received a master's, they don't have all that transferable experience that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, So talk positively about yourself and then show how all that transferable knowledge that you have from life will benefit them ah. yeah, show your passion show your talent um and you probably wouldn't want to work for a company that hires based off of age anyway so um, yeah. you as an experienced professional bring a lot to the table any employer would be gr- happy to have you and uh, blessed to have you too mark wow. my, my my advice here would be to sell gray hair okay B- because you know uh and i've had that happen with me where people have said they wanted to work with somebody that's got 50 years of business experience. And so as you take, as you describe your thousand foot view of where you want to be and what you want to be doing ultimately, uh, it's be able to integrate in your own mind 
all these other pieces that you have here and how they become tremendously valuable resources for somebody who's hiring. Somebody may not notice that, but it's important that you notice it. Mm-hmm. So work. Okay. So keep keep working on your dream. Excellent, uh, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for being here, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, uh, really Mark. appreciate it. Awesome, Thanks, Mark. Next up is Andrew. So I'm going to bring up Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hi. Good afternoon, all. Hello. So we'll bring you on the big screen so you can introduce yourself. Uh, so I'm Andrew Cal. I currently do uh, IT audits at Wells Fargo. Uh, I recently graduated with my master's from UC Berkeley in information and cybersecurity. Uh, I'm more interested in the TPM type roles, um, looking at some data management type roles, uh, information assurance, rather than going into a pure uh, analyst role. And part of that, a lot of that comes from my experience in the past, as well as my experience with the military. Uh, toward this last role, I was the uh, uh, battalion S6 for the Fisk Cord for the entire theater, ranging from Jordan, Syria, all the way down to uh, Saudi Arabia and all the countries in between. Um, and then before that, I was the director of installation services uh, for the entire region. Uh, to where I was fortunate enough to where I was serving as the aide uh, to uh, a Fulberg colonel as well as some generals. And I helped plan the logistics uh, for the eventual invasion into uh, areas uh, within Iraq uh, when ISIS was uh, first coming up. Nice. I love wow. it. Thank <laughs> you for your service. Is this not showing up? Yeah, it's showing now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thanks for the support. They uh, paid for my college and uh, gave me a nice paycheck while I was in. Oh, you deserve it. Oh, I smokes. Uh, have do you do you listen to these shows where James is on? James Azar, he's a, a veteran also. Uh, I have not, but I'll write it down. Yeah, I suggest you look at those because he has great insight as to how to sell yourself as a veteran because essentially you want two resumes. One, as a veteran, you're going to have a specific language that only veterans understand. And, um, you know, civilians like us really would get lost uh, for with all those different terms and stuff. Like you would put your MOS in there, uh, any awards that you would have, you know, that would be definitely a better audience for former military. So you want to have that other resume. Listen to what James can say. He says it way better than I do. I literally have no idea what I'm talking about. But for the civilian side, uh, not as much focus on um, different things. Like we don't understand what you said in the beginning. We're like, I know you invaded something, but we really don't know what that means. So if you could translate somehow into more of a, you know, easy to understand civilian language, that's how I feel anyway. Other people might disagree. No, I, I would definitely um, I'd, I'd cite on that as well. And I, I would say if you're looking towards to going towards that TPM role, you start to highlight um, that t technical project manager experience that you have um, from your past experience. So um, I like that you have your director, that you translated your title as director of IT for the military versus using uh, your MOS title or whatever that was. Uh, so, th so that helps 
uh, the civilian sector kind of see the rank or level that you've been operating at. Um, I, I see results that you've achieved in there. So that's really good. Um, but I, I'd focus on, for example, even in your audit role, like how did you step above a typical analyst towards that TPM role? How did you help make that project successful? Sounds good. Yeah. One way uh, my manager today even mentioned to me uh, on how I should include how I found the first. Sorry. Go ahead. Andrew? He's still there. Andrew, are you there? Oh, he froze. He's frozen. Well, let's put some comments up while he's getting back up here. Uh, Philip Wells says, hello, everyone. Tyrone says, happy new year. Everyone, let's get this, let's get to it. Play some people. Clinton Walker loves the show, guys. Sharing the love here in the UK. I'm going to make us all kind of big. Um, so someone is talking about... Um, Abdush was talking about Mark's resume and how cool it was. A happy new year, everybody, from Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Uh, Patrick, I heard ATSs don't do well with columns. Um, I am not sure about that. I believe they're fine with columns, I think, because it's all about the actual words, the data. And right nowadays, you know, ATSs, it's all PDF, like it uploads like a picture, like a PDF. Um, so I'm not sure about any of that. Lizzie, have you heard about that? That if there's a column, if there's columns, that it doesn't work? Um, I, I haven't. Um, and I have worked with a lot of these different um, systems. Although, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know what you'd say, Renee, but my, my preference is typically you know, the bullet points, the, the like the formats we've been having here as opposed to columns. I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly what he means by columns, but the one thing I would urge anyone to stay away from is like an Excel formatted resume, because I have seen some of those, believe it or not, and they're uh, particularly difficult to kind of review and understand. I agree. I totally agree with you on that one. Um, we like to keep it very, very simple. So folks, if you can just keep the resumes as simple as possible. It's really about the content more so than the 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 you know the formatting um, and where the content lies. So if we could keep that content in a nice um, you know in a nice area, that'd be great. Um, Andrew, are you back? There he is. Can you hear us? Yeah. Sorry about that. The home internet decided to crash and then come back. It happens. Happens to me often. So Nathan said he suggests companies as such as LinQuest for job opportunities since you're former military and your experience would be of value to them. So please take note of that, LinQuest. Also, um, for you, definitely connecting with Justin Jones. I always add Justin Jones in there. Um, and obviously James, to Naomi's point because of all the things that he's talked about when it comes to veterans. 
Yeah, because when you apply to different jobs in the military sector, there's like the Black Rocks and everything. Like you can still, Lockheed Martin, like all those the defense contractors, like you still have a, a place with them. You just need a resume that fits. Exactly. Anything else, Dan? Rosie? No, I'm, I'm all set with, uh, with uh, Mark. Um, so with Andrew, um, the only thing I'd written, so I really like the uh, resume, love the layout, the summary, um, just your career aim. And I think this is something we've been talking about with the others, just something to, to kind of clarify what you're looking for now. Um, I know everybody hates this feedback, but the director of IT title, um, even though you've been doing really impressive stuff in that role, it may make people think, oh, okay, if they haven't looked at your resume for long enough, they might think, oh, you know, this guy's going to be too senior, depending on what role you're going for. Sure. That was one of the things that I was thinking of making a change of was changing it from uh, director of IT to uh, just changing it to like technical product management or technical program management. Um, and then further down where it was for the installation services, change that to just program uh yeah program management uh because i think that translates a little better than director yeah i mean it's not to take away from your senior level experience because it's something you should be proud of i've just i have seen a lot of hiring managers frustratingly say oh no you know this isn't going to be a senior enough role for them and i'll try to explain well you know we've discussed the position and you know actually the the, the skills are, are very relevant but they may just, sadly, some people use the resume as a sort of deselection tool rather than a selection tool, which is quite frustrating. Um, so you've just got to make it as easy for them as possible to, to see, you know, see the best and most relevant, as we were saying before, in terms of what you're really looking for. Sure. Thank you. Okay, excellent. Thanks, everybody. So next up is Chris Horner. Chris, are you are you here? Yeah, I'm sorry about the technical difficulties earlier, but that's why we have backup plans, right? No problemo. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself while this is all going? All right. So my background is in banking. Um, I've had a lifelong interest in technology. Um, I like to think I have a hacker mindset. I like breaking things. I like making things work the way that they're not supposed to. And several years ago, I got back into uh, technology kind of on my own. And I've been uh, studying up getting, I've got the EJPT uh, pen test certification and am currently uh, in the OSCP program as well. So looking to transition out of banking, which I've been in for the last 18 years or so, and move into and move into the technology field. So when I constructed my resume, what my thinking was behind it was I would highlight, like when I worked as a technical analyst in banking, I was trying to uh, convey that I know how to communicate, work in a team, um, as well as the uh, technology that I've been studying for the specific technology like Cali, uh, Nessus, things like that for the last couple of years and convey, convey that through there. So um, part of my midlife crisis career change, whatever you want to call it. So that's the long and the short of it. Okay, great. So who wants to be first here? 
And what are you looking to remind me again? I'm sorry. What are you looking to, um, to do next? Pen testing. What kind of role? Pen testing. Okay. What type of pen testing? That, that's uh, like networks. saying you want to get into cybersecurity. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Good point. Um, network and web app. Um, I don't know anything about cloud or mobile. So specifically networks and uh, web applications. So I would try to highlight that um, because there there's so many different types of pen tests um, to do, even from social engineering, physical, you name it. Um, so I try to highlight that. And then um, can, can you scroll down a little bit in the resume? Working, working for a bank, I would tell you that's um, a great industry to work in that all needs um, pen tests. So I would um, highlight that if you've done any of those types of engagements for financial institutions, it would help um, set you apart specifically in that industry. Um, like healthcare, uh, the financial institutions uh, institutions tend to be a little bit incestuous. So they like to see people that have worked in the industry um, prior, prior to letting someone else in. My experience. Good points, thank you. So the experience, Naomi, can you go up a little bit? Where it says right there, select bank and trust. Um, to, to double down on what Chris said, you know, finance folks like finance folks. So, you know, if you were looking for an opportunity, you already have the financial experience. If you could just couple that with all of the things that you've learned um, and bring your professional experience up to the top or put your projects and your information up there because the, can you scroll up again, Naomi? That selected accomplishments section you know, just f at first glance, just reads too, I, I'm not, nothing is standing out to me. So I'm looking at it as a recruiter and I'm, it's just like words. Um, and I want you to really stand out. So, you know, anything you can, instead of selected accomplishments, I would make this like a project section. I would get rid of the areas of skill. Um, as I was looking through all these resumes, I think I'm gonna have Naomi share my old resume um, just so you guys can see that I don't have an areas of skill on mine. Um, I don't think it's relevant. I think that the, the skills can be peppered into the actual uh, experience. So, you know, people, I guess because these resume makers or whatever have a skill section in there, everyone feels like they need to put keywords and skills. You, really truly don't need to do that. You can take the Nmap, the Wireshark, the Kali Linux and put it inside your resume. So when people say, when I read your actual experience and I say, oh, he used Wireshark to do blah, 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 and got this result um, versus having just words up there in the skill section. Um, and it, it keeps coming up. I see it over and over and over again. Um, so I'm all for, uh, I, I'm a fan of taking it out. I don't have it on my own. You know, I'm preaching from what, you know, I'm telling you what I do. <laughs> I don't have a skills section on my resume. I don't think it's, I, I really don't think that it's, it's needed. Um, 
when you take the information and you put it within the body of the resume, which is what makes it really important. So uh, the selected accomplishments, you, you know, your whole first page is like not standing out. Um, so the executive summary, I think looks great. I love how you, you know, highlighted and you have your LinkedIn profile highlighted there. I love that. I, I, I also like the pen tester certification. I love that. Um, and that you're looking for, you're saying right here, looking for ethical hacking, pen, pen testing, vulnerability testing. So you're spelling it all out, which is fantastic. Um, I would just kill the areas of skill move up you know like right underneath there i would put you know be putting cybersecurity projects and, and right, right over where areas of skill is i would replace that with cybersecurity projects and then i would just put in two three projects that you're your self-directed projects that you're working on um and then show the finance experience so that's the way i would kind of pull this resume together so that this this little section where that, that Naomi is highlighting right now is like the key. That's the part where all the everybody's eyeballs go from your executive summary component to right underneath like that page view is perfect what what Naomi was. Um, so Naomi scroll up a little bit more where you were before right. So from exec summary this section, I, I want everybody to realize this because I know we're talking to you, Chris, but we, you know, it's for everyone else. This is the meat of your resume. This is the part where I'm looking at, Lizzie's looking at, Naomi's looking at, everybody is looking at this section. And if it does not capture our eyes fast enough, it we're on to the next thing. Six so, minutes, right? Yeah, you really, really, really want to make sure that it's all popping out. All of the those areas of skill turn that into projects. All of the things that you use, Kali Linux, networking, pen testing. Just tell us what you did. Turn that into projects, yeah. and, and then you're good. I'll just say, Chris, this is a great resume for someone who has the time to read through the entire thing. Like it's very well articulated. It's got good content. But the thing is, when we look at these as hiring managers, we literally spend 20 seconds on this. And like Renee said, if it doesn't catch your eye, it doesn't catch my attention. And like Dr. Dan says, it doesn't have mine shelves, uh, shelf space on my mind. Uh, I'm on to the next one until I find something that does. So unfortunately, that's just the world. Uh, it's but it's beautiful. So Naomi, you know, it's beautiful. And I, I also, I like Chris's idea of having that WordPress, or you could even have this, some of this stuff in um, your LinkedIn, which you probably do. Um, but from a resume perspective, when we're literally scanning and Lizzie could tell you this too, how many resume, I mean, it's like, click, 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 like we <laughs> go through them so very quickly. Lizzie, you want to add anything else? Yeah, I think that that's, very true and um you know i think it can be a complaint working with recruiters that um you know you might send your resume you're not hearing anything the same with hiring managers um and it's it's often um you know not a reflection upon you really as a candidate it's just that your resume has been overlooked because it didn't grab that attention from the first page and i think Renee's spot on with with that. Um, but I would agree, I and I'd written from about this earlier, your exact summary I really like. Um, the skills section, so I I totally get what Renee's saying. I do like to see technical technical skills in particular if it's a technical role that I'm working on. Um, but I, I think she's spot on. Like how okay, so you've said you've worked with Wireshark, but what 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 exactly have you done? 
um you know how have you used it has is it just you know has it been part of your kind of um learning and development or have you actually you know have you got a home sort of labor lab that you use things like that just to really bring that to life appreciate it thank Chris, you i just want to just want to make one comment that uh what i'm what i work with people on is uh is how do you get uh, how do you dispel the myth of the 30-second elevator pitch and get what you do down into six seconds? Because you really psychologically only have six seconds to shut the tape off in somebody's head. And so how do you put that together? What do you say? So I, I come back to a, a client of mine who's a uh, who's got an insurance company, and he would sit down and talk about all he did with insurance. And now what he says is I do MRIs and CAT scans on insurance policies. And everybody stops and says, what are you talking about? So the fact is you could use that uh, in any kind of a situation, particularly a lot of what I work with is people get into one-on-one -on -one in the conversations and interviews. How do you shut that down? So I don't know how you would put that into the print, but it's, uh, it's just a psychological dynamic that seems to work well for a lot of people. like that. Thank you. And I'll just uh, really quick, you can use highlighting and, um, you know, just bold and underline. So if you want to take away the skills section, like to, to Renee's point, you could still put it within your summary or within your experience section, but you can highlight it too. So that way it le at least stands out that way. So you can save some space and put those keywords in at the same time. Exactly. Appreciate it. Yeah. Chris, any questions? No, this is very helpful and I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and and, uh, and talk about this. It's all about winning that mind share. Dan is so smart. Dr. Dan, psychologist. <laughs> Dr. Dan. Yeah. yeah. Together like peanut butter and jelly over here. If, 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 if Naomi is shelf space. Shelf space. If, sorry. If you go into the supermarket to buy, uh, yep. to buy Raisin Bran, if they don't put it on the shelf, you're not buying it. It's at like eye level too, right? It's not the bottom shelf or the top shelf. It's right. It's it's the it's the shelf that it's wherever it is in their mind. Mm. Because everybody mm. they're talking to, everybody who's interviewing somebody, has got a personal inv investment in what happens. Because if they don't do a good job in hiring the right people, Renee and I have talked about that about that for years. They don't hire right the right people, and they're not going to be working there any longer. Yeah, they have a challenge. So are you helping them to accomplish what they want, what their job is? So it, very, very, I, have a, I have a friend who sells wholesale diamonds, and he was asked to do a presentation at a used jewelry convention. He said, what do you think I should talk about? I says, just tell people it ain't about diamonds. The part that we're talking about here is, is the management and the operation and what they want to have happen and where you fit into it. Yeah, I agree. Your, your resume is a marketing document, Chris. It's tough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Any questions? Are you just taking notes? No. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've been taking notes. Yeah, just taking notes the whole time. Okay, Appreciate cool. the feedback. Awesome, awesome. Okay. I have to drop it. If anyone else wants to take, you have the links. I have the links, so I can drop it. You still have the links. It would still work. Actually, no. Let's bump, unfortunately, <laughs> four. So we have Friday. We have Friday wide open. Yes, we have Friday now. So we're doing. So we're doing this all week, Chris. I'm going to drop you. We are doing this all week. 
this week. We have Friday too, Friday at 11. So I know some people were reaching out to me. Other people, um, I'm going to point everybody to Naomi so they can get on the list um, and see how many of these we can do this Friday. A couple more comments. James Azar, our friend, says the great group is back at it. Yes, we are, James. Can't wait for you to be a part of this on Thursday. So, um, and someone else here was saying that Lizzie was giving great advice when you talked about the deselection tool, Lizzie. So, giving them a glimpse into our world. <laughs> and I so, love how you're not competing yeah. against each other. Like, this is really cool to me. So you, you both have your space, but you don't, yeah, it works well. I love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love recruiters. So everyone, thank you so, so much for being here today. And we all have to wrap, but this was awesome. Again, come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. We're doing it again. We're doing it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, every single day this week at 11 a.m. Eastern. We are helping get people jobs for the month of January. Hashtag InfoStackHires. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Thank Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Great meeting. Great meeting. Bye, Bye now. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a great day.